So this morning I am speaking to who will be Take a Deep Breath's very first interviewee. And this is actually quite, uh, well, it is, it's a very special interview because it happens to be with one of my oldest friends. Um, we've known each other since we were in vests. <laughs> um, let's just say we're now both quite, well endowed in the vest department and um <laughs> so she's very special um she's what could we say so from a creative perspective my interviewee um is 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 many different things but she is here today as somebody that has become a founder of a beautiful magazine online, which we hope will go to print, advert, advert, advert. So she's the founder of FabMag. She's married to a soul boy. She is a modette. She's also a tiger print fashionista, which is quite appropriate because she's actually sitting in front of me in a tiger print top. I mean, talk about synchronicity. And she is called Z Battersby, otherwise known as, to me, Z Galvin from childhood. So welcome, Z! Hi! I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. I feel like we need to have on this one of those, you know, fake claps that they have on the news. Oh, yes. I love a round of applause. Go! <laughs> We'd have to have the Albert Hall for you, darling. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you know, I am shy of retiring. I know. Before she came on, she went, oh, my gosh. I'm nervous. You've done one of these before. And Z is just full of personality. You know, we're we're quite similar, aren't we? I think. Yeah, we are. I'm a twat. <laughs> I, I am. I'm a little bit of a twat. I don't she have actually any ego. Has, she, she has this on her Facebook. I am a little bit of a twat. I don't, yeah, I don't care what um, anyone thinks of me, really, apart from my daughter, I think. I care what she thinks. Mm. Um, uh, Lee, Lee just lets me get on, he lets me get on with it honest to god she just goes oh yeah okay <laughs> I, I love what i love about you is that you laugh at yourself and online you you pull really stupid faces and you laugh at yourself and i think that's something as 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 humans that we don't do we take each other so seriously and yeah laughing at yourself is brilliant because we have a relationship with ourselves don't we yeah and obviously this lockdown I've spent it on my own um because Lee's in the military so he's deployed um until April he went in October October November yeah um and it is I mean I was on my own for six years before I met him after a really serious illness and I think you I spent a year in the hospital and I think you get to know yourself really well yeah. and you get to know I actually I know I'm a good person I like who I am um I don't think you know who you are till you're in your thirties, and hopefully, mm -hmm. if you're in a good relationship, you're not. You don't get lost because I was very lost for a very long time, um, and then I met Lee, and he was just an added bonus because I already, I was all, I was fine. You know, I knew who I was, I knew what I was doing with my life, I knew I was just happy, and then I met him, and he was a bonus. And I think if, if eventually, if you can get to that stage, then you know it's half it's half the battle of life isn't it yeah, so yeah I've been, I've been on my own 
um, this On my own, pretending he's... (laughs) I know. I could ring you up and I'd be like, I feel sad. Can you sing to me? Yeah, I know. I've got a song (laughs) for everything. I'm so, I'm so annoying. So let's talk about, obviously, from a, from a podcast perspective, excuse me, my, my, my idea, excuse me, gosh, I've got such bad, that's really bad for a singer, isn't it? Um, was to make this about creativity. And I believe that everybody has the right to be creative. It doesn't require a talent. We tend to associate creativity with talent, but creativity, I think, is an outlet. And Mm. it is there for everyone, whether it's origami, cooking, dancing, Mm. singing, or fashion. Mm. Now, you're creative in many guises, but I want to talk to you about your fab mag so Mm. I mean it's incredible and you know I mean I have to say I was on the second edition on the front cover which was so nice you are (laughs) but I'm not biased I'm not biased because it's been amazing and I've I've watched and seen behind the behind the velvet theatre curtain you creating this so tell me first of all who is fab mag for Right. So Fab Mag UK. So Fab is an abbreviation of 40 and beyond. Um, And so I was writing for um, a little lifestyle magazine that covered Cambridge, Essex, Norwich, um, Bury, uh, where where I am in Suffolk. Um, And then the girl... Rachel who gave me a great platform and I'm she gave I got a lot of experience with her she was really supportive really helpful and we're we're still friends to this day she had a baby and um her bounce mag went online um and I had like a little blog that went with my column in the magazine called I'm not old I'm retro um and then I just got to thinking you know there are far more interesting women out there than me. There are far more interesting things to write about other than just what I'm wearing and what's in fashion. And I just thought, you know, I'm not knocking anyone that does that, but personally, I just thought I want to meet these women. I want to meet all these other women. I want to give them a platform. Um, You know, I'm reaching, I'm 48 in April and I wanted to, I, I couldn't relate to anything like women and home and all these you know, and um, programs like Loose Women, that, that's like, that is a magazine show. Um, and it's, it's okay, but it did, it doesn't, um, it do, I don't feel like it represents me. And there are lots of other women like yourself. Uh, we've got Rachel Peru, who is a, a, a model, um, body positive advocate. She's a fantastic person. Um, and then we've got Star Monroe, who's like in midlife, we rise. We've got all these women out there doing their thing who are really interesting and really have something to say. And what they say might speak to you. It might be what you need to hear. Um, and I, Rachel um, wasn't in a position to help me um, because she was just so busy. So um, a girl called Alex Shaw, who is uh, an Instagram friend of mine, she works for a magazine publishing company and she said, I'll help you. Um, and that was it. And um, that was a year ago. Uh, forever grateful to Alex for giving up her time. And originally she was just going to be doing like the, the designing and everything. Um, 
and she just gets what I mean. I mean, she's 10 years younger than me, I think. Sorry, Alex, if it's more. <laughs> God. Um, and she, yeah, she just gets what I, what my vision is. And it's just something a bit different where you can, you can dip in and out. We cover grief. We cover the menopause. We cover hair loss. We, co we cover um, marriage. We cover LGBT. We, we cover everything. We've got everything so much planned for this year. Um, but it's all aimed at women and men, if you want to read it. Um, to understand women better. Well, yes. Of our age. Going through, I know, because <laughs> it's a bloody minefield. It is, it's horrific. And, um, yeah, and my friend Ashley said to me once, oh, we're like classic cars, bits keep falling off and you can't get the parts to fix us. Absolutely, this when the wheels fall off. It's not yeah. when the wheels on the bus go round and round, they're on, they need brake fluid. Yeah. They're hanging on for dear life, wobbling. You know, when you see a, a on the motorway, you're like, oh, his tyre's going to come off. Or he's going to lose a hubcap. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was really lucky to meet Alex. And um, we speak every day. And she does the designing. I do the researching, the editing, and getting um, getting the sort of the content together. And it just works. It works really well. She lives in Nor uh, Norfolk and I live in Suffolk. Um and yeah, we have Zoom calls. We've got a mentor at the moment called Wayne, who uh, used to work for John Lewis and do all their big advertising oh, campaigns. Wow. So he's helping us. He's mentoring us. He works for My Perfect Cosmetics now, the company, which, by the way, is an amazing eye under eye cream that gets rid of your bags. Oh, just oh. say that again. Uh, My Perfect Eyes. Okay. If you haven't it's tried not... it, oh, it's unbelievable. I'll put a link fantastic because yeah. hemorrhoid cream apparently i used it. to use anusol on my eyes yeah oh my god did it work yeah did it because all the models used it didn't they yeah i yeah. watched a video once and kate moss said something about it and said oh that's what they used on the catwalk shows and that you know if you've had like a long night they just <laughs> what anusol you mean like doing, doing... <laughs> doing... Yes, sorry i had probably. a compliment <laughs> <laughs> oh the 90s how we miss it <laughs> oh, my God, just for the record, Z was a proper raver in the 90s. Let's not even go there. Oh, um, God, I know. What I love about FabMag is, well, first of all, you know, you would never have anybody touched up and airbrushed on the front. No. And no. I don't think anybody that appeared would agree to that. And I love that. What I also love is that you support small businesses. So you know in your mag and, and I think I speak for you when I say this I don't think you would ever have you know Gucci adverts where they've paid you thousands of pounds to have because it doesn't resonate mm. with the brand well, in the fab bag yeah it's got to be so it's not in my I couldn't afford to buy um anything from Gucci and I don't think my unless you pay for it on Klarna which I think is you know amazing you get a fake one <laughs> Yeah, oh, I've done that a million times. They just fall apart, yeah. so don't bother. Um, yeah, I think it's obviously we would like to be able, we would like to monetize it. We would like to be able to earn a living from the magazine. Both of us, I want to be a stay-at-home dog mum, and Alex would like to punish. She she works from home anyway, but she's got a little boy, and I think you know they would like to expand their family. She's got an office at home and I just think it would be brilliant for us both to be able to earn some money from it, which really comes from advertising. But yeah. I will only, 
I will only promote stuff that I've actually tried on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, and I, by try, I mean use for a period of time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I can't, you know, somebody says, oh, here you are, uh, plug this. And I think yeah. you get a bit fed up with, you just, uh, I would lose my genuine followers and they're the ladies that read the magazine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're all organic followers. They're all women that I communicate with that, that you know, probably I even make laugh or annoy or it's oh God, authentic again. that is the fact fad mag is authentic and yeah we that's we, the word yeah we're in such a fake world and you know people don't fall for it anymore do they see they mm. they can see through it I mean we're middle-aged women we're not going to yeah. buy that crap are we yeah. and I you no. said this you said earlier about being in your 30s finding yourself and I think the other thing that comes with that is you basically go, I don't give a shit anymore. And mm. as you said, you don't care what anyone thinks mm. except for your daughter. And mm. and I and I think and ourselves, because you go to bed at night, and apart from saying goodnight to whoever's next to you, whether that's a woman, a cat, a dog, or or a man or a teddy bear, yeah. um, or a hot water bottle at certain times, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you say goodnight and then you have yourself to answer to and yeah. live with and feel yeah. okay with and we're the same age you know yeah we're both 48 this year hallelujah mm. and okay there's certain things that are where the walls are what wheels are falling off but there are certain things where you go I've got nothing to prove you know with the best respect to young people they will do I look okay you know mm. do, do I look good in this what's everyone think we're just like don't give a toss what anyone thinks yeah. I mean, there is a there is an element of uh, there is a whole sort of wave of competitive women our age, which I don't tap into. Yeah. Um, it can be quite toxic online. You know, yeah. women, women constantly posting outfits. And I just think, where are you going to wear all these clothes? But they're buying them, <laughs> try them on. They're, well, they buy them, try them on, take loads of photos and then send them back to the shop. And I don't think they realise as well, having worked in retail over Christmas, when you're when you send something back, it has to be like fumigated and repackaged. And it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, I should be laughing, but you're making me laugh. In retail, and I'm just like, oh, stop doing that. But and you know, at the minute, it's giving people a lot of joy and it's giving it's giving people a reason to get up, get dressed and get ready. And if that's the content um, that you want to put out there, then fucking, you know, more power to you. And yeah. everybody looks fantastic. But there is an, an undercurrent of sort of bitchiness and look what I've got. And, you know, and I don't tap into any of that. Yeah. Um, I think as well, we've got an aesthetic nurse on board now at the magazine to give advice. I think there's a big um, stigma attached still to um, having tweakments, I call them, mm. or, well, it's just a term that everybody uses now, mm. um, having anything done to your face or your body as you get older, um, you know, we all want to age well. Um, and really, I think it's down to you. If you want to have filler, if you want to have Botox, if you want to have a Fred lift, if you want to have a facelift, that is entirely up to you. And I, you know, all what we want to do is put out the correct information so that women are making informed choices about what treatments they get, the questions they should be asking. Um, so they don't come out looking like they've had something done. Yeah. Um, you know, the young, like you said, the younger generation, they wear it almost like a, a, a 
a badge of honour. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Very obvious that you've had something done. It's like a look, everybody looks the same. Yes. And I find it really, I mean, thank God my daughter hasn't had anything done. Um, and she doesn't need to. And I keep, you know, saying, you won't, will you? You won't, will you? And she's like, no. I've had my lips done. Two years ago, I had some filler in my lips. Um, and I had Botox when I got married. Um, and again, about two years ago. Um, and I'll have it again. Because that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, but you look you natural. Know. You look totally natural. I went to a lovely lady called Julia. And then there's a girl called Nicola who is taking over from Julia. And she's got like, um, she's got a practice, but she's a, a proper nurse. So, you know, she can administer adrenaline if you have a, a reaction. Um, if you get necrosis, she, you know, if your tissue starts dying because, or if, or, you know, you can have a vein hit in your face. You can have this, it's, you've got to go to a medical professional yeah. um, and you know, that's what she is. So she's come on board to answer all, all the questions because I think it's important. If that's what you want to do, then um, do it. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like that with everything, just yeah. if that's what you want to do and you're not hurting anybody, just fucking do it. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. So talking about the way we look, <laughs> we're mm. both very colorful. Yes. Z's actually in front of me. So as Z walks down the catwalk, she is uh, currently sporting a beautiful blue number. <laughs> yeah, with leopard print. It is beautiful. Um, you, like me, have your own style. And what I love about you is that it's so versatile. So Z will dye her hair. Oh my goodness. I'm just about <laughs> hanging on to it at the minute and cut it. I gave herself a Chelsea cut once when Lee was away and he came back and went, oh my fucking God. And it looked brilliant in the pictures. And then when I washed it again, I, Patsy said, oh, you look like Judy from the Tweenies. <laughs> it just shrunk and I was like, shit. Oh my goodness. Like, a, like an ickle girl that's had a yeah. terrible haircut of primary school. Oh, it was awful. Z changes her hair literally every two weeks and i'm sure it's because yeah. she's been robbing shops and she doesn't want to go in and be spotted on the camera and be id'd what, incognito yeah i love it though <clears throat> and i think you know it's it's who you are and i love looking forward to your pictures but i'm just interested to know why you do it do you get bored yeah i don't so at the minute it's blonde um, and i've got a bit of rootage but it look it to me it's boring I don't like, so it's it's very short. She had to cut it really short because I bleached the shit out of it last yeah. time and it, it was hanging off dear life. She went, oh, don't do that again. I went, sorry. <laughs> um, I bought a wig. That was funny. The other day you went, oh my God, I love your hair. Please don't cut oh, it. I was gosh. like, it's a yeah, wig on Facebook. China. <laughs> I, th I thought, wow, Z's hair's really grown. And she's like, mm. it's a wig from China. <laughs> I know. It's good though, isn't it? Of course it's I would China. love. But it, would you love. look gorgeous. And you know, this is the thing I think about creativity. And actually, you just made me kind of think that we change our clothes every day, hopefully. I mean, in lockdown, let's be honest, you know, we're wearing the same leggings two days break. Yeah, I didn't brush my teeth the other day. Oh, like, Joe, I know. We've all done it, if everyone's honest. Yeah. But you, I suppose, in a way, and we change our makeup, we change our knickers, yeah. um, or we don't wear them, whatever. But so changing your hair, in a, it's a creative expression. 
Yeah. So last lockdown, it was purple. I think lots of people have gone down that route. It's quite liberating. Yeah. Like I've had a um, like an undercut. I've had stars shaved in it. My daughter thought I was having a breakdown. <laughs> she was like, oh, we were talking about that on a walk the other day. She went, oh, she was telling Lily about it because I looked really like plain the other day. Proper like when she was growing up, I worked as a groom and I um, had horse, you know, worked for people and was always at the stables. And I didn't really look like I do now unless I went out. And she said, oh, you look like you did when I, I like it when you look like this. And I went, no, it's boring. I was like, just blending in. And Patsy went, oh, I'll never forget the stars in your hair incident. And I was like, yeah. And I went in <laughs> and the, the barber went, oh, I'll do another girl's hair like this. She's a prison warden. I went, oh, <laughs> oh, OK. She brightens up that place. Yeah. I was like, good on but it just tickled me. But yeah, I don't know. I just like changing it. Lee never knows what he's going to come home to. Keeps him on his toes. I'll be bald one day and go, uh, something terrible happened. I've got 10 yeah. wigs. Yeah. yeah. I've got two at the minute. One's really hot. Like, put it on and go, oh God, no, that's awful. And then that one's just a cheap one from um, China. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I don't know. It. It's, I mean, we're both... We're both very bold. Mm. We walk down the street and, you know, if I saw you down the street and didn't know you, my head would turn because you're so colourful. And I'm sure people say this to you. They do me. Oh, my gosh, your jewellery. I wish I could get away with wearing jewellery that big because it's such a statement. I mean, obviously, it's statement jewellery. And I'm like, have the courage. So I wanted to ask yeah. you about that, about the fact that I... I, for me, wearing big jewellery, colourful clothes, having big red hair, it's an expression of how I feel inside. Mm. I, you know, in my job, I'm larger than life. And mm. you are the, you are too. So I wanted to ask you about that and because you're always so colourful. So what, for you, is, is, is tied up in that creative expression of what you wear? So when I was poorly, so... Um... So I had something called ulcerative colitis and I was on a lot of steroids and I got quite big. Uh, but prior to that, I was always trying to fit in. We were in London most weekends. I was always trying to fit in with the, you know, had the long hair extensions. I didn't feel like me. Um, I don't know. I didn't really. I, I was always really confident. And then, you know, stuff happens and people happen and they knock your confidence or you have to start again a few times and you just think I don't I was a little bit lost and then um yeah being ill um I had all my bowel taken away um and I got really poorly because there was a tiny perforation in the j pouch is what it's called you can google it it's a pretty mm -hmm. major thing um and so I've got huge scar running down my torso and then lots of different scars across my abdomen and I'm all stuck together with star scar tissue inside but um I spent a lot of time, like I said earlier, on my own. And when I came out of hospital, I'd got, I'd lost weight, but I kept buying clothes in a size 16 because I hadn't done it consciously. I was still thinking I was bigger. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was on steroids and I drank a lot of wine before I went into hospital because I was worried. I was scared. Yeah. I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, put quite a bit of weight on. Um, and then afterwards, when I came out, I got a little flat on my own because Patsy had got a, a place on her own because she'd had a baby. And um, I just started, I don't know, I just felt different. I felt different, just thought, I'm just going to fucking do things my way. And then, 
you know, I don't dress so that people look at me. I dress because I look forward to getting dressed. Like the jobs I've had, I worked for Green King for a while in the office and they used to say, God, you really brighten up the office. And I dressed very mod when I worked there. I was a lot thinner. None of my mod clothes fit me. I'm devastated. Um, and, 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 and it remains, we don't get rid of them. They remain in the, we look at them. I know, it's a day. constant reminder. They will fit one day. They will. I'm keeping them. Oh, my God. Don't. No, I will. I will. And yeah. then I, I got really thin because I was poorly again. But in all the photos, I'm like, oh. And obviously, Lee's a suede head. When he gets dressed up, he's in stay pressed. He's oh, in, he, looks he looks mega. You both, honestly, you both do. You're just like, you are the ultimate mod couple. It's just and you don't, people do look where we live, you know, it's like a little little town and people yeah, look. Our hometown, beautiful yeah, Barry Evans. I know. You wouldn't think it was beautiful if I'm looking out on at the moment. I'll show you later. Oh gosh, yeah. We're going to the national news about what's happening in the town. Z I am that person now, I'm old. No, Z has been quite the pioneer in making stuff happen. And yeah, absolutely I mean, I know we're digressing, but you know, concrete jungle. I mean, obviously that you know. The concrete jungle. <laughs> uh, it really is, isn't it? You know, and that was written yeah. in Coventry, wasn't it? By yeah. specials. But we are yeah. really, things are coming up that shouldn't we? We're just, yeah, we've, we're all living so closely together, literally. You know, I'm not going to get up a tree and refuse to come down, but I just think um, they need to really consider people that already live here and what they're doing to this really old historical town absolutely it's, there's a lot of money's exchanged hands i think but anyway yeah. that's another no I that's know. another podcast oh well, we yeah. can do another one when i'm in prison <laughs> you, oh, you have some God. stars then <laughs> yeah. to impress the prison wardens i will yeah oh oh my gosh prison oh, chic you know i know I, how to make bronzer out of coffee and i know and <gasps> mascara yeah Oh my gosh! I watch, I watch these programs. That'd Which be fine. Goes back to you know World War Two, make do and mend when yeah. women drew lines up, yeah, the back of their legs. And oh, mine would be really cock-eyed. I'm crap. <laughs> be like, yeah, they meant to be like that. Are you they like, like drunken stocking lines? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so yeah, just getting dressed makes me happy. And do you know what? Isn't that an amazing thing to? You know, we clean our teeth. We do all these things when we wake up without thinking. And mm. um, oh, who is it? The boss of um, Microsoft. Is it the boss of Microsoft? Bill Gates. Yeah. Doesn't he have the same? There's somebody who has the same suit lined up, all the same color, so he doesn't have to think about what he wears. I don't know if it's Bill Gates. Um, Simon Cowell. No, it is, and I can't think. He and wears t-shirts, jeans, and high-heeled cowboy boots. Can you imagine having that as a man, as you're clothing all, all day? As a straight man having cowboy boots and heels every day. That'd it's be a amazing. uniform though, isn't it? It is, but how awful to... Yeah. To, I suppose in a way it's easy, but like you, I love getting dressed up. For yeah. me, it makes me feel confident and good. Yeah. You know, and, and this is a whole lockdown thing as well, isn't it? If, mm. Somebody said to me early on in lockdown... I've been putting makeup on every day, even though I'm at home, because it makes me feel good. I have as well. Even just yeah. to go on Zoom sometimes yeah. with, you know, people that I don't know, mm. 
and, you know, I just wondered for you, have there been days where you've thought at home on lockdown where I'm just going to get dressed up for me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've done that. And also, but also I have, we have FaceTimes, Lee and I have FaceTime calls. And I'm just like, if uh, there's been a couple of times he's gone, oh, are you all right? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, oh, I just haven't put makeup on today. <laughs> he thinks I'm like on death's door. He's that lover boy. Yeah. <laughs> you wake oh. up to this every day. Yeah. <laughs> or, or he goes, oh, bloody hell, what's happened? And I'm like, what? I couldn't be asked today. Literally, I had a really bad week after Christmas. Um, and I just found it a, right, a real struggle um, just getting up. Um, getting motivated I'm a procrastinator mm -hmm. I hold my hands up and I thrive with so I thrive with structure and routine and I like to know what my boundaries are yeah quite often Lee says just so you can push them which is true <laughs> and that's just that's exactly how I've been my whole life he goes he always says you just like being bloody told off you and I'm like yeah maybe I do I don't know. Is that Freudian? I couldn't tell you. But um, what would yeah. Freud say about you being told off? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's um, yeah. I don't know. I do. I, I like, but like work-wise as well. In every job I've had, everything needs to be. So I know where I am, and all my shits in one sock. And I always say it. Um, and then if we ever had an audit, or I can be like almost tidy house, tidy mind, but on a bigger scale. Yes. So working from home, if I've got no. Um, sort of schedule or routine yeah. I really struggle to you know get things so now Alex and I are having sort of daily catch-ups and then I know that I've you know done what and yeah researching for we've got a couple of celebrity um interviews coming up the, for the magazine um, but you have to really research that celebrity because you don't want to offend them you've got to know your stuff um, and yeah, I've been putting that off and putting that off. Oh, that's amazing. And also it's a turn off if somebody gets it wrong. You know, when you see on telly and mm. uh, like a leading interview will go, oh, and um, you released a book about, to no, it, that's not the title or no, I that released it a else. year ago. No, it's such a And they just path. shut down, don't they? Oh, there's, it's, just, it's humiliating. Um, mm. And you're right. You, you've, and it's that whole, I'm contacting you, but I'm not contacting you cold. I've yeah. done my research, you know, etc. So talking about the mag, I would love to see it in print. And I'm wondering, and just putting this to you, why don't you do some sort of, you know, funding campaign through one of the, GoFundMe type platforms. Um, Have you considered? You know, it? people ask us quite often, um, "Where can I buy this? Is it in print?" And I think because Alex works for Argent, which own huge magazine titles, um, she actually has an insight into how much it actually costs. Right. And without a lot of advertising and big brand names, oh, I don't think we would be able to afford to we could get it i think um every now and again like the first issue or if somebody's on the cover we're looking at sending them like a framed cover as a thank you for being on you know that's just something to keep at home so that's something we're working on at the moment um but without the big investment i don't think we'd be able to which of course then yeah because it's national the, i know and then of course it goes against 
the tide of having the Gucci, etc., which is what yeah you don't. I mean, I'd accept Hella Lady. I'd accept you know all the things yeah, yeah, that yeah. are relevant to our. But how age cool group. would that be? Wouldn't that be amazing to accept all the things? So yeah. brands that you know tie in that yeah. are that are big, but not like the giant Dior, etc., mm. etc. Et I was going to say to you because there is. There's a couple of like zines. I mean, how cool is that? Mm. You know, zines, magazines, yeah. you know, the tiny little things. They used to, I used to buy one when I was a punk um, and it was just, you know, really roughly made and stapled together. But there are a couple of zines in, I saw them in WH Smith. And one of them was set up by a friend of a friend of a friend. And it had people in it that were people I know. And it's like a 50s mag. Yeah. And they've produced that themselves and managed to take it to market and get it in WH Smith. Oh, uh, vintage magazine. Yes. Yes. So there is a way. Yeah. Without yeah. going down the gloss route. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's, I've had that magazine quite a few times actually. Yes. And I love it. it. Yeah. We, we've got to um, get it. We've got to get it in print because it's such a gorgeous mag. I mean, you know, from your mag, I've gone and bought a most beautiful bag. Credit cards, lockdown. That's that's what plastics for. <laughs> and you know, I just, oh Mary Benson, Mary Benson. Oh, for, Isn't she amazing? Yeah, she's going to come on. She's going to come on and be. An oh, is she really? Yeah, but she's well busy at the moment. So yeah. Mary Benson, tell us about Mary Benson, Z. Oh. I just came across her stuff on Instagram. Uh, that's see, I the people don't. There are members of my family that absolutely hate social media. Lee hates social media. He's not even on it. He's on LinkedIn and won't even have a photo. Yeah. He's only just put a picture on his WhatsApp. <laughs> a lot of men do. Paul, Paul, my partner can't can't stand it. Yeah, which was annoying when I was trying to find out who he was years ago. He wasn't on any kind of social media <laughs> when you saw him in the hairdressers. Yeah, and I was like, right, who's that? And then took a card down with a note saying, um, I'm Z, this is my number, P.S. I'm not mental. And uh, yeah, 10 years later. Yeah, just a twat. He goes, you fucking are mental. (laughs) Anyway, carry on. In a nice way. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So Mary Benson. I came across her stuff. So Fern Cotton was wearing a dress of hers. And I thought, oh, my God, that's beautiful. Oh, is that all the stars on? Yeah, a oh. pink, she had a pink dress on, and I can't remember what program it was. It might even have been bloody Top of the Pops, but yeah. at Christmas one year, and I literally found her website and just was like, "This is absolutely beautiful. Mm. Everything's reclaimed fabrics or dead stock. Dead stock yeah. um, it's all sustainable." But she's just so—I don't know. It's really like Fleetwood Mackie. It is. It's kind Bieber, of Kate Bush. Yeah, Bieber. Oh, it's lovely. Um, and I just said, I didn't ask her. We took the images and she was absolutely made up because um, Alex did an amazing job um, on the article. And oh, she great. was just, yeah. And she got quite a few sales from that, which we were really pleased about. We don't do it to get anything in return. It's just stuff. It's just introducing people that are doing something. You know, Alex is very much into sustainable fashion uh-huh. um, and her house is like, incredible. Um, all well, of, Alex you know, or Mary's? Alex so she was definitely up for doing a feature on someone that does sustainable fashion Uh which I think is something we should all be you know absolutely well look at you and I with vintage clothing 
you know, yeah. I've worn 40s, 50s, 60s clothing, you as well. And and you're one one, you're getting a piece of history. Mm. And and that that item has possibly been on a gig, you know. Yeah seeing somebody of that era I mean how cool to have that literally woven into and it handbags as well I've got quite a few handbags and I always say to Lee I wonder what parties they've been to I, know. I wonder know. what was in their bag yeah <laughs> but I've um yeah a lot of my mod stuff was very it was um vin- like pussy bow blouses all my work stuff was sort of vintage it won't go over my boobs any of it at the moment but um sorry it's uh just for, for those of you that listen to me just flick something off the screen there i have no idea what it was it was a notification <laughs> Go away. I, t- I thought i turned them off but i haven't <laughs> but um yeah, yeah vintage you've always and it's it's lovely to wear something that you know you're going to walk down the street and if somebody came up to you there's so much satisfaction and where did you get that mm. from 1966 <laughs> yeah or when I was, I think when I was thinner, I could buy a lot in charity shops. Um, and that's something I've introduced Lee to. So, so he'll buy vintage sort of Fred Perry and really old stuff off eBay. Yeah. But I can't get him in a charity shop. Really? Yeah. But he's got original 70s stay pressed. That's he's got some amazing clothes. But yeah, he won't come in a charity shop with me because it smells funny. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> come on. Honestly, it's the I love best them. Smell. I know, I love oh, it. Oh gosh. So yeah, Mary Benson. I mean, you because of you, I have parted with 110 pounds for one of her beautiful velvet bags with half moon and half um sun. And do you know what? I said to her, this is what's incredible. I didn't tell you this. So for you know, I know we're really plugging Mary, but it's because he and I both love her. Um, I said to her, could you do it in purple? Because it's only been available in black, um, green, green and I think yeah. red, and, and also pink velvet. And it's got this beautiful frill on the outside. I went, I really would love it in purple. And she went, I've got a piece of fabric left. You will have it in purple. Aww. How cool is that? She's lovely. Yeah, yeah. she is really, really lovely. She She's just floated in like Stevie Nicks, hasn't she? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I look at her and go, oh, I wish. And but she makes for all sizes. So she said, I'll make, I'll custom make you something because I'm curvy. I've got great big boobs. And just from my last job, I've got a big bum from being sat down. It doesn't suit me. Uh, Do you know what I thought you were going to say there? From my last job, as in having injections, you'd never do that, would you? God. I I like big butts. You wouldn't do that. Absolutely not. Um, oh. Right, Z, I know you've got to go, and this is genuine. Z has to, it's, we started this, I think, about, uh, what time do we start this interview? Half? About half nine, nine quarter to ten. Ten, ten. And Z has to go off to the doctors at 11. And we, you and I could just gasp because we're mates. But I wanted to ask you because, you know, the whole thing for me is really helping you to promote FabMag because you are mm. doing it through love. And I, I don't like using the word passion. It's a bit like another word that I don't like, which- Awesome. I, yeah, I can't even say it because I. it's a lovely word, but it's used to describe things that aren't- Awesome. Yes, I, I literally can't say it. Um, <laughs> how many magazines now have we had of FabMag? So we've had three issues. We're oh. working on February. 
Um, so that is out at the beginning of February and that is the love issue, but it's not your usual love issue. So it's in Valentine's. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's about loving yourself, uh, self-acceptance, loving your job. We've got a lovely Stephen Williams who worked on the costumes for Bridgerton, um, what it's like to go to work and lo absolutely love your job. And he's incredible. He's so clever. Um, he's worked for Dior, Lacroix. He worked for a man called Mr. Pearl, who is really famous um, costumer. Um, so, yeah, that was lovely to talk to him. Uh, we've got 70s fashion on the back of the um, serpent. BBC's The Serpent. So all 70s fashion, obviously, Mary features again. Oh. Um, I know. And, um, yeah, just loving about... Uh, we've got a lady that went through the menopause when she was 14 and she's now in her 14? 40s. 14? One yeah. four? Yep. Oh my and um, her story. Uh, so she's in her 40s now. Wow. Uh, we've got um, we've got Star Monroe talking about, you know, empowering yourself and loving yourself. Right. All this really positive, um, yeah, just women. And it's, yeah, love, but not like relationships. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we've got the odd little sound bite or whatever you'd call it, a little yeah. grab about um, people's first dates or internet dating stories, you know, disasters. Like, really? We like, we like it to be funny. Like the smear test stories, they were hilarious. Obviously, some people, it really made us laugh. Oh, what the old, um, where'd that bit of glitter come from? Yeah, I was yeah. at a party last night. Oh, I can't wait to read that. That is just oh, brilliant. That hilarious. And only um, women can talk about this, can't they? You know, yeah. men are horrified by what we talk about together. Yeah. They wouldn't ever compare willies or talk about that, but we go, oh, did, yeah, you know, how was your period? Oh. I know. <laughs> or, yeah, working in an office and you're all, all on at the same time, you just sink, so you're all fucking horrible. <laughs> you're like, don't talk to me. <laughs> Oh my no, goodness. It's weird, isn't it? It's now, so weird. Can you tell us where to find FabMag? Uh, yep. So you can find FabMag. It's www.40andbeyondmagazineuk.com. Let me just check because I've got my computer. And is that 4040 or FORTY? No, okay. Um, and then the, let's have a look, 40 and beyond. Let me just double check because I'm. <laughs> And you can also find Z at um, I'm not old, I'm retro. And if you want to find Z, is your is your Z Battersby Facebook public or friends only? Friends only, but I've got an I'm not old, I'm retro page, which yeah. we're trying to change to FabMag, but I can't do it for some reason. Right. So the magazine is www.40andbeyondmagazine.com. Um, and that is obviously the wording is 40 and beyond magazine and then we've yep. got fab mag uk is the instagram profile for the magazine which we're doing a lot more work on um yeah we're doing a lot more work on this year i was just looking so we've got a music uh our, our front cover is an amazing woman called chrissy um chrissy bray who is um a cancer survivor and then she went on to She's like a, she does a lot of sort of coaching and body confidence coaching now. So she's our front cover for this month. Fabulous. Um, so I'm looking forward to everybody reading about that. She's an incredible woman. Brilliant. Um, yeah. So 
I hope this is I hope this is what people want to listen oh, to. See, it's I knew it would be lovely and natural, and that's the whole point of this, you know. So for everybody listening, who I say everybody, you know, the first podcast, oh everyone, it'd probably be like you, a couple of friends. <laughs> As it builds. But the point of this is, and you know, I've had a I've I've booked quite a few people now in in the run-up to the next sort of six months and they're like oh you know can you send me the questions and I'm like no um I'll send you questions where I think you're going to need to find the info but Mm. I'm not sending you any questions because the whole point of this is it's a celebration of creativity and creativity you know it's spontaneous that's the Mm. whole point when people go on courses and paint or draw or sing it's coming from a place and it, it's, yeah. unpl- it, you know, the best creativity is unplanned. Everything around us has been created, you know, every sofa, vase, everything has come from a thought that then has created. You've created yeah. Sadmag, which has come from a thought. So I, mm. I don't want to send questions out. And this has been so natural, you know, yeah. we could have been in the pub or we could have been having a coffee and a bit of cake. Oh, can you imagine being in a pub? Oh, don't. Honestly, babe, when we get out of this, I'm coming to stay. Yes, do. <laughs> You're more than welcome. Oh Lee won't goodness. know what's hit him. No. <laughs> right. So he's so, got to go off to the doctors. Is there anything have... you want to say? What about my doctor's appointment? No. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, just telling all the viewers, viewers, yeah. all the listeners, all the details. No, is there anything? Okay, so let me ask you something. If mm-hmm. you had to sum up fab mag to somebody you know that hasn't ever read it seen it you know what is your um your seo what you know explain fab mag in a couple of sentences so it's um we want to change the narrative for women over 40 Um, we want to make it an inclusive space and we want to make it um, an alternative look at aging you know and that's everything just almost you know so when you read it you're like oh that's me or that's my friend or I'm going to show this to so-and-so um yeah and just not that life isn't perfect so this is what happens just read it and just give us and also give us your feedback like this podcast you know I'm your first guest you're going to you're going to find your stride you're going to find your you know you're going to it's going to develop your interviewing style is going to develop so I feel very honoured to be the first person on this oh see don't be so silly darling proud of you thank you sweetie and it is it's about yeah you're and you know like with your magazine you found your stride you Mm. know you knew anyway what your audience was and Mm. you're you're writing for your audience and you've got your identity now with it Mm. and I think bringing this right back to Fab Mag's age group and who we are, both as midlife women, we find our identity, I think, very clearly in our 40s. We know who we are and that's sexy and empowering. Mm, Um, And I know Star Malone talks about that. She does, yeah. And it is. There's a sexiness in going, I know who I am and I don't care what you think about me that that's mm. strength and there's sexy yeah. strength yeah 
and substance right. as well yeah, and substance yes. absolutely right yeah. don't be strong at the doctors i will i love you so much i love you too and this has been brilliant <laughs> i really miss you i know i miss you too sweetie and we will all right we will good speak. luck with this i'm so proud of you okay stay there because now i press okay. stop and then we can have a quick two minutes before you go to the doctors thank okay, you babe. so much see so that's, that's that, okay <laughs> love you love you too Hehehehe <laughs>